A question I see bouncing around social media is when do I hire in my business? And closely followed by do I hire an employee or do I outsource to a private contractor? This is a massive question many small business owners face and we are going to step through this topic together today. Hello and welcome to BizNation, your home for micro and small business help. Join us as we unpack all the pain points in starting or running your small business. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. Your host, Kerry Zarb, brings you discussions, interviews and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. So sit back and enjoy as we launch into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by our Facebook group. If you're a small business owner and want to join a supportive small business community, head over to Micro and Small Business Support Group on Facebook. We have weekly discussions, hints, tips, tools and hacks for small business owners. Our members are so helpful and engaging when it comes to supporting anyone in business. This is one of the many places I hang out and I would love to see you there. So when thinking of hiring a team member, the first step is, when do I hire in my business? This is such a common question asked by many small business owners that are confused by the pieces of the puzzle. So let's break this down together. Knowing when. This changes from business to business because hopefully you're not just hiring because you're alone and you need a friend. So this comes down to a few parts. Your business status. Are you making enough money to hire someone and do you have serious tasks a team member can help you with? For the financial side, of course, you need to know your numbers and see that you have profit in your business to be able to spend the wages consistently. The last thing you want to do is hire someone based on a single wave of business and then have to tell that person, sorry, I can't afford to keep you. So of course, this changes and no one has a crystal ball into the future, but you do need confidence in your numbers for the stability to employ a team member. If you don't have the stability or you're not sure, you can also consider a casual employee or even a short-term outsourced arrangement to help you through a busy period. Another way to look at it can be decided based on the ROI, return on investment. And I know what you're thinking, ROI, isn't that used for like a marketing budget or a campaign? Well, it is, but also you can use ROI to become an equation for hiring a team member. You might be so busy that you just need an admin assistant or someone to pack your customer orders or someone to help with the admin tasks you feel are not giving you the time value approach in your service-based business. For the return on investment, are you going to meet your customer needs faster for sending out product orders and therefore impressing your clients with a faster delivery? Is a team member going to give you a better delivery experience for your customers, helping them turn into returning customers? Or perhaps you've been so busy working in your business rather than on your business that a new team member will free up your time to make your packaging prettier. Therefore, this could improve what the customer experience is, what they receive, and also have more return customers leading to future orders. The thing about return on investment with a team member is you may not be able to see the results the same as you can with a marketing campaign. Maybe your business is a service-based business and by spending time checking emails and answering social media questions takes you too much off the tools. 
and therefore actually slows your ability to have more income because you can't fit in another client due to the admin side of the business. Having an admin or social media person in your service-based business can free up your time to be able to service your clients faster and could also free up your time to service more clients. The next question is how much do I pay? And this topic has a lot to consider. Employees versus outsourced team members can challenge your budget senses. You can hire depending on the award and the industry, but let's just say that it's around $25 an hour for an employee. And then you've got added costs such as workers' compensation. And without going into all the detail, let's just call it around $30 an hour. An outsourced option presents itself and let's call this $45 an hour. So the employees at 30 and the outsourced options at 45. Your business budget brain kicks in and thinks it's cheaper to have an employee. Well, this may not necessarily be the case because the assistant at $30 an hour may need a lot of training and guidance from you, rendering you time poor for a little while. But the outsourced professional might be able to hit the ground running and start delivering you faster results and have a lot less training needed from you to get started. So it all depends on your business, what you do, what you need them to do, and I think you're getting the idea. Another way to look at the equation is if you're a service-based business and say you generate an, on average, $100 an hour and you have become restricted in your revenue potential from the tasks that you need help with. So then the $45 an hour that then makes you the $100 an hour, the equation really becomes a no-brainer. But going back to the employee at $30 an hour, if you wish to increase your revenue and you're charging $100 an hour, but you need to spend that extra time with the employee, sometimes we need to assess the situation and understand that short-term pain, long-term gain, and really look at your business and your business model and work out what's going to be the best move for you. So let's do a quick recap. We've covered a little bit of the when and we've touched on a little bit of the who, but what else do we need to consider? One thing that often gets overlooked, and I did mention it before, is about the tasks. As business owners, we tend to be a little bit of a control freak when we have business, have been in business for a while. So hiring someone often surfaces questions like, what can I get them to do? What can also happen is we start thinking, well, by the time I teach someone else that part of my business, I might as well do it myself. But this is where we need to stop. And this is where we really need to take stock and understand that we're struggling for a reason. We've had this idea from the beginning and now we need to follow through. So I like to break it into two baskets. You've got repeating tasks and you've got one-off tasks. Then I expand those two baskets into two more baskets, the stuff I like to do versus the stuff I hate doing. So you might have tasks across these four baskets and sometimes as the business owner, we just have to suck it up and do the things that we don't love because we're the authority for that task. But don't forget the million things that you don't have to do. These are the ones you can assign to others. 
So making a clear list, sometimes by documenting your day for a few days in a row, you will quickly get a great list of things that you can give away. Make sure the list of tasks is clear and also keep in mind that the list needs flexibility. So ensuring that your team member or even the outsourced team member is flexible is also important. So again, going back to employee versus outsourcing, having that clear task list can determine this answer for you and your business. So making a clear list, sometimes by documenting your day for a few days in a row, you will quickly get a great list of things that you can give away. Make sure the list of tasks is clear and also keep in mind that the list needs flexibility. So ensuring that your team member or even the outsourced team member is flexible is also important. So again, going back to employee versus outsourcing, having that clear task list can determine this answer for you and your business. If your business has a heavy need for someone on social media, you either need to consider this type of employee or going directly to the outsourced contractor for that professional service and also leading into the ROI results not only for your cost of your team member but also for your marketing campaign. Another situation that can arise is that we need someone in our business for our admin for direct or non-direct contact with our customers. So making calls, sending emails to either existing customers or even potential customers. So you need to think about how you want this done, what level of depth is involved with your client contact and whether you are happy to have an employee or a contractor on these tasks. And another thing to consider is, do you want someone to actually sit in your office or are you happy to send it to potentially an outsourced VA that works remotely? Don't forget it's your business and of course it's your decision. But what I like to do is sit down with the task list and start to paint a picture of what this actually looks like and how it impacts my business and also my daily running of myself. Another aspect to consider is if you go with an employee and you do decide to get a junior at a lower rate in your industry versus hiring a more experienced seasoned team member, this can come with pros and cons as well. So when hiring a junior in your business, just be aware of some of the things that you might face. It could be their first job. Maybe they're not used to working and sometimes they just need a little bit of extra handholding to get them through the beginning of the journey. Sometimes this doesn't work out to be a very cost-effective way, but certainly if you find a junior team member that ticks all the boxes and has all the enthusiasm, remember that when they're young, you can mould them and teach them the ways that you want them to work. On the flip side of this, you might decide to look for someone a little bit older and with a bit more experience. And this is a fantastic position to be in, but another aspect to be really careful of is that they're not overqualified and they don't get bored with your role if it doesn't suit their skill set. Another option that I've considered and have actually successfully done in the past is when you insource. So finding someone in your family or friend network that could do these tasks for you. Many people struggle with these relationships because of that close friendship or close family member, but it's certainly worth considering if you know the right person. 
One thing that I've noticed over the years of hiring team members is that it's really good to find experienced candidates. They can bring so much to the table. They find new ways of working and actually work with you to improve systems and processes in your business. And they can sometimes actually give you that higher return on investment. I'm really sorry to say that at the end of the day, you need to put in the work to find the answers. You need to know what you want, know your business numbers and when you want it. And you're the one that needs to end up setting up this role for success. So thanks for joining me for today's Express episode. In a future episode, not too far away, we're going to talk about how to hire an employee and also how to engage with those outsourcing contractors. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Biz Nation podcast, your home for small business help. If you're looking for support in business, join us on Facebook, Micro and Small Business Support Group. You can find the link on our website, biznation.com.au. Tune into future episodes for more discussions, interviews, and many hints and tips to get you all set in your business. Until next time, stay safe, stay well.